All right, guys, we're getting in this shower. I got the water running. Um, welcome back to In the Shower podcast. We are going to get into this episode, but first we got to make sure this water temperature is just right. So, you know, we got the water running. You know how you got to set up your shower. You got your nice water running, maybe get some candles, set up some music and stuff like that. You know, set the mood for what what you might be doing in the shower. We're going to leave that untouched for right now. Um, So, but I pretty much feel like we got this um, water tested. Seems like it's doing a pretty good thing. We just tested out that water. Let me test that temperature. Yeah, yeah. That seems like it's some good temperature. So we got a good going there. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into this episode. Get this party started. All right, everybody. So we're going to jump into this next episode. So... I um, originally had an episode planned in my head totally different um, than the episode that I'm going to do today. It was um, way different. But then I had um, I was working on a client I was discussing. This particular client, I, me and him talk about stuff all the time. It, it It's just weird how we just go over a lot of different things every time I cut his hair. Um, <laughs> so, but we were talking about stuff and then outbirthed this new version of this episode. So we're going to, I'm going to jump into this one and we're we going to see how it goes. It's going to cover like two different types of topics. Um, and sometimes I'm a little spacey. Um, uh, and I told you guys like a couple, like when I started, I could ramble a little bit. So... <laughs> Um, this episode is going to kind of just go, uh, just go off the, just go by its own seat of its own pants. All right. So we're going to jump into it. So we're going to be talking about a couple different things. Um, the first one is we're going to, let's jump, just dive into, um, fruit, bruised fruit. Okay. I know you're like, didn't he just do an episode about cooking? And I promise, I promise I'm not cooking anything this time, but, um, both of these episodes, um, came from experiences that um, I have some friends that are dealing with um, and I have their permission to discuss these particular things. So um, one of them is I have a friend who's going through a a pretty, pretty rough breakup. Um, I've been together for a, um, a good, a good six year period and they've been going through It's, it's definitely, their relationship has ended. It's run its course, um, and now it's time for them to move on. But the problem is, how do you know when it's okay to move on? Um, or how do you move on when you've been together with someone for so long? It, it's, it can be really, really hard because you're so used to them. You're so comfortable with them. Um, you know their move. They know your movements. Um, and you know, and you're just so used to it. It's scary jumping back out there into the dating world and you really don't want to do it. Um, so, um, it makes it a little bit more difficult. So a lot of times I feel like because of that, you might sit in a relationship that is dead, um, that is no longer providing either party, um, anything, or it could just be providing one party, everything and the other party, nothing. So there's a lot of different ramifications, but, um, in any event, this friend of mine is going through this particular breakup um, and has definitely gone through a lot of emotions during the breakup, which I would imagine you would if you've been together with someone for as long as they've been together. Um, 
But uh, one thing that he mentioned to me was um, bruised fruit. During his breakup, I mean, I've been talking with him a lot and offering him a lot of advice and, you know, just being a good friend because um, a good friend will help you through this. And then you have them broke ass, janky ass friends that really ain't around. <laughs> so, um, don't call them when you go through a breakup. Don't call them when. Actually, just get rid of them. Um, but anyways, um, so I've been helping with him a lot of stuff and just talking with him. And one thing we were discussing was fruit on a tree. Um, and it makes it a little difficult when you're dealing with um, particular situations, especially in a relationship. He mentioned to me that um, he sees the fruit on the top of the tree. That's that good fruit. That's that good fruit that's sitting up there. You know, it's looking good. It's done got all good, all the good sunlight. Um, it's got all the good rain and everything. That fruit is ready. It is looking real, real good. There's some good crisp apples. <laughs> them good juicy oranges. You know, it's, it's all of the good fruit. But how the hell do you get up there? You know, because you've been down here on the ground sifting through all these bad fruit, bruised up ass fruit, bruised fruit. And you yourself might be a piece of bruised fruit. Um, or you could be the picker. It could be one of the two. You can be the person picking up the fruit or you could be the bruised fruit. In every bowl of soup and every fruit tree or everything, it depends. If you are the person looking at the tree, you are the picker. If you are the person who someone's trying to get to you, you are either the bruised fruit or you the fruit on top of the damn tree. Pick whichever one you want to be, okay? Because uh, fruit is biodegradable, okay? So once it once it hits the point where it is no longer able to be eaten or anything like that, it starts to decay and it starts to just get bad. And if it's on the ground, that fruit will essentially seep back into the soil where it's at and then will re-nourish that fruit tree to create more fruit. So you might be coming back out after you don't worked on yourself and be no longer be a bruised piece of fruit, but might be that fruit that's up there on the tree. Okay? So... Which is a little something, a little something, a little something. All right. But again, you're wondering how you get that bruised fruit. So you got to stop in relationships. If you are trying, if you just got out of a relationship or if you're trying to get into a relationship, any way you want to go, stop sifting through the bruised fruit. There's no reason. It's, it's basically, it's all about being lazy. All right. Sometimes we are just really, really lazy on how we choose to do things. Um, actually, that's a lot of times. Um and when it comes to dating, it can easily be like that, especially if you've been in a relationship like my friend has for a long period of time. Again, you're complacent. You know this person. This person knows you. You know your movements. They know your movements. They can probably you know, finish the sentence for you if you guys are similar in that aspect of it. I don't think, I don't think anybody, my, I don't think whoever wind up with me is going to be able to finish what I'm saying because I say random shit all the time. Um, so I don't. I don't think that's real. Um, but anyways, um, when you're trying to get to that brute, when you're trying, when you're getting it, when you've been in a relationship for so long, you, now you're going back out into the dating world and you just see all this fruit on the ground. Why do you have to get that fruit? You don't have to, just because it's the fruit on the ground does not mean that that's the fruit that you need to pick from. You are just as capable of getting the fruit that's on the ground, that's on the top of the tree. You just got to get up on the top of the damn tree and get the fruit. It's just that simple. So, and sometimes you got to stand on them bruised fruits to get on top of a branch. 
that's going to get you to another branch. It's going to get you to another branch, to another branch, to another branch, and eventually get up to the top of that tree. So, and get some good fruit. <laughs> One that's not bruised. And then you can come on back down and, you know, go on your merry little way with your non-bruised fruit. Um, and it's not to say that bruised fruit is always bad. It's not always bad. Let me put that out there because... You know, there are there's some reasons why the fruit might be bruised, like the fruit, it could have just fell off the tree, you know, or um, a windstorm then came up and bust off some of these apples off this tree. And you got some fruit that's on the ground that's bruised. Um, that doesn't mean necessarily it's bad or that it's on the ground. It doesn't it necessarily doesn't it doesn't even have to be bruised. It could just be on the ground. So because a lot of times there's a whole you got when you're sifting through stuff and you see stuff on the ground, you see bruised fruit or whatever. You just think all of it's bruised. And that's not the case. Some of it is just fallen because there was a windstorm or a heavy rainfall or something like that. You don't know. You don't know. So there might be some good fruit on the ground. But I'm telling you right now that good fruit, there's way better fruit at the top of that tree. So get your ass up on top of the tree <laughs> um, or find you a good one that finds you a, a, a piece of fruit that wasn't bruised on the ground. Um, or if you find one that is bruised, is it something that you can work with? You just got to sift through it. But I will tell you right now, I, it, I encourage you to be in a mindset of stop sifting through, stop uh, settling for Bruised fruit. When you go to the grocery store, you ain't going to settle for no bruised fruit. You will probably go right up to the produce man and be like, excuse me, sir, sir. Hello. Hello. Hello, sir. Um, This fruit, this fruit is bruised and it's nasty. Um, These strawberries, they're pretty. They don't look as succulent as they should look. You know, do you have any better ones in the back? You know, you, you might go up to someone and say that. So why do you have to settle for bruised fruit when you're in a relationship? You don't. It's because you're allowing yourself to do that. Climb up on the tree and get you some not get you some good fruit. It's just that simple. All right. So now we're going to venture into the other half of this particular um, episode. And I've had some questions like, when am I going to start talking about sex? And I am. We're going to talk about sex right now. <laughs> sex and relationships go hand in hand. All right. Uh, so, and this is just a little tidbit of the sex conversation we're going to have. Um, so just be, just be mindful that there's more to come, but we definitely going to dive into sex. So when it comes to sex, men are way more, um, open about sex than women are, I believe. Um, that's not a dig. That's just true. I will, I will definitely say that women are way more, um, discreet about their sexual um, appetite and things that they do, which is, I think has a lot to do with how both the male and female genders are raised. Um, men, we have a tendency as, as a man, well, I can't say for me, I grew up in a single household. My mama, I, I mean, I grew up with just my mom. So I didn't have brothers around me and my dad around me to really tell to, to banter like that back and forth and kind of talk like that um so i grew up in a household so for me um sex was just something that my mom just refused to discuss with any one of her kids i will say i know for a fact i have never my mom never discussed that with any of us in fact my mom had to go to a doctor's appointment 
to and see physically see the ultrasound to believe that my youngest sister was pregnant. <laughs> so it is just something that my mom just chose not to talk about with us, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think that all of us are pretty, well, I wouldn't know about my siblings, but I know for me, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I ain't never had nobody tell me I ain't. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> or I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so, but Women have a tendency to be more discreet than men. Men just are just out there. We talk about it more. It's that whole locker room talk thing that goes that gets thrown around a lot. Um, and it, it, I don't know what the hell that means. And quite honest, to be quite honest with you, I don't get what this whole locker room talk is. Um, for me, I've just always been a person who's been very open about sex. So, it, well, not with my. Not with my mama or anyone in my family, actually. <laughs> we tend to keep those portions of our lives separate. Um, but with all my friends and everything else, I'm pretty open about sex. Um, but I have never in my life met anyone who is as open as I have personally have recently witnessed. So I was out to out hanging out with a couple friends. I was at karaoke. Um, love to sing, you guys. Um, so I was at karaoke and a friend of mine was inviting me out and he has been, apparently there was a girl that was there who was, um, who had been there a couple nights. She had been there a few times already. They had kind of seen her and her and her group and hung out and a few times or anything, but they were always with some other guys. So this particular night, they, they weren't with anybody. So they decided we are going to go ahead and walk up to them or let's call them over here. So, we call them over there. The two the girls come over there. They sit down. It's me, my friend, and his brother. And we're just all having a good time and talking and everything and stuff like that. Then this just shifts to a whole new realm. I have never in my life seen. And ladies, if you are out there and you, I would love to hear ladies' opinions about this particular portion of the story. So email me your opinions. I really want to hear your opinions. Um, so... This girl is just going in. She's really seductive, really very, very sexual. Almost, pretty, actually, overly sexual for my taste. Um, I, I have no problem with a woman being open about her sex and everything is as being sex positive as Leah on Real Housewives of New York says it. I have no problem with you being sex positive, but I do believe that there is a little bit of a borderline. You have to learn. I feel like you have to, in any conversation, you have to know your audience of who you're speaking to and know when to go forward and when to pull it back. This chick just did not know how to pull it back. <laughs> um, I've also never met a group of friends that just put it out there like that on one particular person. So the story is, is the, so how it happened is that the girl is talking to my friend and he's really trying to talk to her and it seems to be going well. It seems to be going well. And then her friend is now talking to another guy who arrives later and we're all just sitting around talking and everything. And my friend's brother is the ultimate wingman. I mean, if you need a wingman, fellas, if you need a wingman, 
let me know because this guy could have a job as a wingman. He's about to talk you up and make you, you could be absolute garbage, but he is probably going to make you sound like the best type of garbage on the planet. (laughs) I was very impressed with his abilities and his brother is not garbage. Um, His brother's pretty awesome. So he was talking his brother up the right way. Um, But when it all went left is when the conversation turned into about sex. And this girl has now decided to open up and tell us. And not only tell us, but also she got receipts, y'all. She had photos and made sure to point out who they are. So we're in this bar. And now she starts telling us about a couple dudes she's done slept with. Um and then shows us photos um, talking about their dick size and and um, how good they are in bed and everything and stuff like that. Um, and then, again, the photos come out to play. She's now kind of pointing these people out. So we know, I personally don't know who this gentleman is, but my friends do because they have seen him at the bar before. So they're, she's now putting it all out there about what they did, what they didn't do, how good he is, and so on and so forth. That is just that's that's locker locker room talk. I guess I I don't know. <laughs> I can say I, we weren't having those convers that type of conversations when I was playing sports. But whatevs. Um, so she starts that up, and then her friend goes into it and further enforces what she's saying. Um, and the two get up and leave. Leaving just the four gentlemen there, myself, my friend, his brother, and this other guy who is talking to the other girl's friends. We're gonna call we gonna call the girl who showed us the pictures. We're gonna call her um Molly. <laughs> and we're gonna call her friend um Rosa, Rosie. We're gonna call her Rosie. All right, so Rosie and Molly leave, okay? Uh, <laughs> leaving just us four there, all right? So now the dude who's trying to talk to Rosie is there, um, and he now leans over and tell, starts to tell me and my friends about how she, the how Molly is always, she always talks to trash guys, and, you know, you seem like a really good guy, so you can definitely hit it, like, tonight if you, you know, because she hasn't fucked anybody in a while. I have never seen, it's like he was her pimp. What what was so mind boggling about it is he just met this girl probably about two to three weeks before that date (laughs) when he hooked up with Rosie. Okay. So, and Rosie has now made it clear she doesn't want to be with this dude. She's literally said, I just want to have sex with random guys. I'm not looking for a relationship. Which, you know what? I can respect Rosie for being as honest as she is. I can, I really can. Because she just put it out there. You'd re- you really don't hear women saying that. Um, it, it, it's, guys say it all the time. I don't see, you know, it's okay. I get it's a, And women, for some reason, feel as though it's actually stereotyped. If they say stuff like that, they're, they're coined as um, a harlot or a roundaway girl. Okay. <laughs> I think it's great that she wants to be as honest as she is, that she's being. She's not leading him on or anything like that. I think that's great. She's basically saying, 
I'm not looking for a relationship right now. I probably wouldn't have said that I just want to sleep with random guys all the time. I probably would have left that particular piece of information out. Um, I would have maybe just said, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. I'm just looking to have some fun. I probably would not have said a whole bunch of random guys. <laughs> um, actually, I know I wouldn't have said that because that that is where you you now cross the line to allow somebody to think that, okay, you are that roundaway girl. All right. So while he's talking up um, Molly and still trying to get with Rosie, now Rosie and Molly come back. All right. This is when it, again, I mean, there's been a lot of right turns, a lot of turns that just took you through the night that you're like, whoa, what the hell? <laughs> um, the next thing that I saw, it just blew my mind. Molly decides to now pull condoms out of her purse, not of her purse, I'm sorry, out of her bra. So she's walking around. She's had these condoms in her bra. And she is said that I'm ready. You know, I'm protected and all this other stuff. Wow, that's great. You are protected. I will tell you. And I've talked to a couple different women in regards to this. Not one woman I have not one woman I have talked to has supported Molly's actions. Um, I've never seen a girl just pull out condoms out of her bra. Like, and as I'm saying it, I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, cause what came to mind is if any one of you, any one of my listeners have seen the movie Pretty Woman, it totally brought that scene of Pretty Woman where Julia Roberts is just gotten into the hotel with hotel room with Richard Gere and she starts pulling out condoms out of her boot, I believe is where she had them. Um, and she's got like a whole assortment. She's got big ones, small ones, red ones, green ones, flavored ones, ones with ribs, one without ribs, lamb skin, and all sorts of different things. <laughs> so for me, when she started pulling condoms out of her bra, that's all I could think about was like, wow, wow. So as I have, as it's needless to say, the night ended with, her not leaving with my friend with using my judgment because my judgment was if he goes home with this girl if he goes home with Molly um it's going to be totally downhill from there like uh she's not going to she's not going to it, first of all if he's bad at it if he's bad at sex all of everybody at the bar going to know cuz she tell all her business she, my mama is, likes to say things like, oh, you can't hold water. She can't hold water. She likes to talk her business. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's that. The other thing is if he's small or large, literally their whole sexual act was going to be on full a full blast at that bar. I mean, they might as well just made a sex tape because she's definitely going to tell it. Um, so... He did not wind up going home with her. He used his. He used the right head. <laughs> he he used the right head in this decision, um, and didn't go home with her. They wound up leaving. Um, uh, Rosie got very got really drunk and was in the bathroom throwing up for I believe forty five minutes. Which also Molly never went to really go check on her friend, which makes I my opinion makes you a shitty friend. If I'm out with my friends and I know one of my friends has gotten totally shit faced, 
um, and I know they're in the bathroom throwing up, I'm probably going to go and check on them. Or actually, I'll be in there with, been there with them for a while, uh, as long as there's no vomit that gets on me. Uh, but And then I'm going to get you out of the establishment. I wouldn't allow you to sit in the bathroom by yourself for 45 minutes. So in my opinion, that just speaks to the type of character of friend she is, to Molly is, to Rosie. But that's a whole nother story. Um, so my thing is about sex is, yes, we're talking about sex. Sex is good. But um, I'm trying to figure out when is it okay or is it okay for you to be that open in regards to your sex? Does do you, do you, How do you guys feel about some mystery? Um, ladies, do you think guys should have be... Because, you know, ladies, y'all receive... Uh, Dick pics all the time. I hear about that all the time, that women are always receiving um, explicit photos um, from men because um, that's just like the opening line, apparently, <laughs> when talking to someone. I don't understand why that's an opening line, but I do know that is a real thing. Like, that's a very, very, very real thing. It's like, instead of, hey, it's just an automatic, like, um, a, a, a dick pic. And you're like, what the hell? Like, wow. Like, this is your... That's that's how that's the that's how you're gonna start this conversation. Um, so, ladies, do you feel as though uh, Molly's actions and how open she was about her sex was too far, um, or do you feel like she was just doing her best thing? Um, what do you, fellas? What do you guys think? I mean, do you guys think that she was? I know there's I know there's a lot of fellas because my friend happened to be one of them who was like, "Nah, I'm gonna." I'm going to take this plunge. And my response is, well, a couple things. Again, you're, everyone's going to know about it. And you might walk away with syphilis. <laughs> because in my head, if you show up to a bar or anywhere like that with condoms in your bra, which, again, I've never seen a woman do, um, in my mind, you really don't care who the person is that you're about to get, that you're about to hook up with, where it's going to happen. And how it's going to happen. You're not really concerned with anything. Else. All you're concerned about is getting getting it in. Bumping uglies. Um, mattress mambo. Uh, doing the nasty. Anyway, whatever words you want to use it. <laughs> or you want to call it. That's what, in my head, your main primary focus was. Because it's one thing to go home with somebody on a one night stand or you meet someone at a bar and you go back to his place or her place or whatever it is. And there happens, you got condoms in the nightstand or in the bathroom. That's one thing. But to show up, especially for a woman to show up with condoms in her bra, in my opinion, just speaks to, it's just like, it's just saying like, I'm definitely, I'm going prepared to get, get it in. I'm getting dicked down tonight. <laughs> um, so again, sex, is it too far? Where is where is the line on how that is in dating? Where is the line in meeting up with someone at a bar? Where is the line? Um, is Molly too, was she too aggressive? Because um, she didn't wind up going home with my friend. I mean, that, I'm, and I was cock blocking hard. <laughs> um, so was Molly too aggressive? And then let's talk about, and then also with Rosie, was Rosie saying to the guy she was, he who was after her, um, was her saying that I don't want to really, I don't, I'm not trying to be anybody. I'm just trying to, you know, screw random guys. It was, is her statement too far? So wh where, where is that? Where is, where is the happy medium? 
that you guys think out there. So I'm 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 challenging you guys. I want to hear your guys' responses into this um, because it's gonna be an interesting this thing to see how you guys respond. And of course, I'll re- and I'll read everybody's responses or as many as I can on the next episode. Um, so yeah, I would love to hear your guys' responses. Um, so because and is going back to the first part of the episode. Do you think that Molly and Rosie? As well as the gentleman, because we're going to go ahead and say the friend who is trying to get with Rosie, who we're going to call Carl. We're going to say Carl, because Carl was almost like uh, Molly's pimp at this point. I mean, hes I've never heard anyone talk of someone's genitalia the way he did <laughs> and has never been with her. <laughs> or maybe he has. I don't know. But and from what we understood, he hadn't been. Um, and... I feel like we would have known because Molly, the how Molly told us about everybody else. I feel like we would have known about him. Um, so, my question is: in the first part of the episode, I talked about bruised fruit and getting up to the top of the tree to get that good fruit. Where do you feel Molly, Rosie, and um, Carl sit? Are they bruised fruit? Are they fruit on the top of the tree, um, or is they fruit that might have fell off the tree due to a rainstorm or some some you know? random act that might have, you know, made them fall off the tree. Where do they fall? So I want to hear you guys' responses. Email me your responses. Tell me what you guys think. Were their set were their actions too far? Where is the medium for that? Where is the medium of how you can approach sex in any type of way? Like and do you who who's on team Molly, Carl, and Rosie? Who's not on team Carl, Molly, and Rosie? All right. So that's what I want to hear. Email me at um in the shower 33 at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on Insta, um, King Rue. There's an underscore underneath there. And Rue is spelled R-U-E. I've been noticing that people are... My my name is spelled R-E-U-B-E-N, but Rue on all of my social media is R-U-E. All right, guys. So you guys can find me. I love to hear you guys' responses. Let's see what you guys think. I want to hear you guys' responses because I've already heard some different people's, a lot of people's responses here in my home state of Colorado. Um, so I want to hear it. Email me your responses again. It's in the shower 33 at gmail.com. Um, King Rue, and that's K-I-N-G underscore R-U-E um, on IG. So you can hit me up. That's Insta. If you don't know, I just I like to say Insta instead of IG because I'm I'm a rebel, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, guys. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Let me know your feedback. Hit me back and have a good one. It's start to a new week. Let's see who's good. Let's take this week by storm and kick its ass and do the damn thing. All right, guys. Have a good night. We're getting out this shower. Going to dry off and have a good evening. All right.